Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Doug Terrell History and Comment. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for the 24th of April, 2023. If you have heard of the Greek Homer, the Odyssey, the Iliad, and the Trojan Horse, those are all linked to the Trojan War between the Greeks and the city of Troy. Whether those were fictional or actual events embellished by the retelling is of scholarly debate. If actual, and that is where people who study such things believe, Troy fell on this day about 1183 B.C. In Bible terms, that is about 20 years before the Judge Gideon. Michelangelo begins carving what was intended to be a series of statues of the Twelve Apostles in 1503. The contract was to complete one per year. He starts on St. Matthew, but before he can finish even the first one, he's called away. It seems that Pope Julius II wants him to work on an elaborate tomb for himself. The project will be on and off again, be greatly reduced, and eventually completed 40 years later. But the Pope had died in 1513 and was buried at St. Peter's and never used the tomb. The project included the rendering of Moses and was considered his greatest work, though less famous than the earlier David. Michelangelo and I share a problem. Too many projects in too little time. The Library of Congress is established in 1800. The legislation appropriated $5,000 to purchase books. That is quite a sum of money. A highly skilled worker of the day might earn that amount in six years. Annie Oakley is a few months shy of 25 when she is hired as a sharpshooter in Buffalo Bill's Wild West show. Oakley had been raised in rural Ohio in dire poverty and a large family. There she became quite proficient in the use of a gun. Her shooting in the show often included precision shots. Besides Buffalo Bill, she was the highest paid in the show. A cross-country road trip can be quite a feat. Those of us living in flyover country do not think to drive halfway across the country just to begin, so we tend to do one leg or the other. In 1908, Jacob Murdoch loads his family in the Packard and departs Los Angeles for New York City. They became the first family to make the trip. Driving six days a week, they arrive in 32 days. Even with today's modern cars and good roads, the trip would still be a hard five-day drive. Spain declares war in 1898, rejecting the U.S. ultimatum to withdraw from Cuba. Retail fortunes seem to be made and lost. Today, Walmart is king of the hill, but they are not the first and most likely not the last. F.W. Woolworth was one that is now lost to history. In 1913, the Woolworth Building in New York City is opened. At 792 feet, it's the world's tallest building at the time. 1916, this day is Easter, and the Irish Uprising is led by James Connolly and Patrick Pierce, along with others. If you follow Irish protest songs, The Foggy Dew and Grace come from this six-day war and the immediate effects. Ireland had been relatively peaceful during the 1800s, but there was a level of unrest that had resulted from the neglect of the crown to the potato famine in the middle part of the century. The famine resulted in the death of one-third of the population in some counties and the migration of millions out of the country, many to America in the 1850s and 60s. 
Since Britain was at war with Germany, it was thought to be a good time for an uprising, and factions tried to get Germany's support. Germany responded favorably with arms, but the plan was intercepted by the British officials and foiled. The uprising will last only six days and result in the execution of the leaders over the next few weeks. This will be the first shots in the war for independence, which will be successful. Then there was the Irish Civil War that waged for 11 months in 1922 and 23. The issue there was, would the Irish Free State be a dominion of Britain like Canada and Australia, or an independent country? Singer Barbara Streisand is 81 today. Richard Sturman, bass singer for the Oak Ridge Boys, is 80. Phil Robertson of Duck Dynasty fame is 77. Winston Churchill is knighted by Queen Elizabeth II in 1953. This was known as the Order of the Garter. It also redesigned his coat of arms, something we've lost sight of in the U.S. Knighthood might be considered similar to our Presidential Medal of Freedom. There is much to titles and protocol in the British Empire. Churchill received numerous ones. King George offered him a Duke title in 1945, something reserved for royals. Churchill was a commoner. But Queen Elizabeth had the last word. He was accorded a state funeral on the level of a monarch or consort. Order is everything. At the funeral, she gave precedence to the subject and arrived before his casket. In American society, we do not often see a rival order as important. Maybe only in a formal wedding do we see it. Everyone is seated before the bride's mother, then the processional begins from the lowest ranking and ending with the bride. Which brings up a personal point. Today would have been my 24th wedding anniversary. Joy and I had a bit of fun. Getting married older brings lots of connections. I was out of the grandparent business by the time, and we both had lost one parent. I had insisted that a very close set of friends who were integral to getting Joy and I together, and close to both sides, not be seated as common guests, but escorted in as the grandparents would be. It had the effect I wanted and turned a few heads, mostly on the left side of the church. MIT sends the first television signal by satellite from California to Massachusetts, in 1962. General Westmoreland, and that's the four-star rank, was the overall commander in Vietnam in 1967. He states in a news conference that the Viet Cong have gained support in the United States that gives them hope he can win politically what he cannot win militarily. He is largely correct. The war will be won, though, but the political powers in Washington gave it away, refusing to fund the terms of the peace treaty. If you have more than a casual knowledge of Beatlemania, you have heard the lore that Paul McCartney was killed in a 1966 car crash and replaced in the later years by a look-alike. McCartney says on this day in 1969, there is no truth to the rumor. Of course he would say that. The story takes a twist when a junior at the University of Michigan will detail the symbolism in the Abbey Road album and embellish the rumor. That tale will be picked up by a Detroit newspaper and go national. Even to the point, the student was called in as part of a television special mock trial with celebrity attorney F. Lee Bailey. The student was Fred Labor. Labor, with a degree in wildlife management, has made a four-plus decade career 
as the comic sidekick in the western and comic band Riders in the Sky. Much sadder, but maybe more bungling, special forces attempt a rescue of the Iran hostages in 1980. Maybe bad command, or just part of the disaster that was the foreign policy in the Carter administration, the mission fails and further empowers the Iranians. The film Crocodile Dundee is released in 1986. It will be the highest grossing film of the year in the United States. The Hubble telescope is launched from the space shuttle in 1990. That's history and comment for the 24th day of April. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.